0: Hello, 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 you're listening to Dispatch on Star Radio. I hope everyone can hear me, because if you can't, that's really bad, and I'm going to, not sure if actually if anyone can hear me, because I think my mic's broken, but I have two guests in the studio today. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, they can hear you. I just don't know if they can hear me. Can they hear me? That mic's broken, as it always is. Well, yeah.
1: I think we can hear you better there.
0: Yeah, 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 no, it, it should make sense, sorry. Literally every, like, we're always in the studio and always, there we go, that's better, there we go, I can hear myself better now. Yeah, so literally, like, in the studio, everything breaks, like, get used to it, it's always the same thing. Now, in the studio today with me are two very special guests, I've been looking forward to this for a while. We have, first off...
2: Oh, sorry, Callista Wilson, um, the first...
0: What is your name? What do you do as in at university, and your credit card details?
2: Um. Oh, my name is Callista, and I study international relations and sustainable development. I'm a second year, and my credit card details are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: I'm writing this down. Like I'm, I'm actually actively writing this down right now. Where are you from, Callista?
2: I'm from Houston, Texas. Ooh. But I've also lived in London, and my parents are Canadian.
0: That's a. Similar mix. We like having a good mix on the show. It's like me. I'm from literally like everywhere, as we know. And we have as well. Hello.
1: Hello. Um, I am Lena. I am a second year history and. no International relations and modern history. There we go. That's my degree. Um, I. What, what else were we supposed to. Where are you from? Ah, I'm from London. Um, love that. And my credit card details I'm not giving you because I'm not Danielle. Um, and I'm not about to get frauded.
0: Huh? And I think she's listening right now. So if you're Danielle, <laughs> hey, remember when like you were on the show and you mentioned to everyone how like you got defrauded?
1: Twice. Twice? Once on your 18th yeah. birthday.
0: Yeah, let's bring that up again. <laughs> Welcome to the Bully Danielle Hour, when she's not even in the studio. It's
1: always Bully Danielle it's Hour. It's always
0: Bully Danielle Hour. You know, so, well, before we get started, uh, I'd like to mention, and my parents don't know this. Well, you know this, I just told you when you arrived. And I didn't tell my parents... Mum and Dad, I know you listen to the show. I didn't tell you this because I don't want you to stress out. But I crashed my bike yesterday. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, Danielle's reaction to hearing that was laughing. And that broke my... So so was Liz's reaction. If Liz is listening right now, that was her reaction as well. Um, If you want to know how I crashed my bike... I... My saddle was broken. As everything in my bike is always broken. And... I was just cycling, deciding just to stand on the pedals. And I've done that before, so it's not that big of a deal. And I get to Church Street, and someone cuts me off, which means I've got a break. But because I'm standing, I'm already losing momentum. And I was turning at the exact same time, so everything went wrong. And then the back wheel kind of, like, fell out, like, Oof. spun out. And I'm just, like, at that point, like, I'm just in free fall. And I just remember just seeing the ground and just thinking, hmm. I'm falling. I am falling right now. And, yeah, then just smacking, like, I kind of did, like, a half judo roll. Like, just, like, as I saw was falling, I was like, just might as well not die and hit my head. So I just kind of, like, hit my my leg mostly on the ground and, like, scraped my arm. And I'm just lying there in the road, just like, hmm. My bike's over there. I'm over here. I'm in the middle of a St. Andrew's Park street. I'm gonna try and get up, and as I try and get up, I just see like, ten people just staring at me, did not I've, saying anything.
1: Did, did anyone come over to you? No,
0: they just all stared at me. Oh. And it was not. All, it was only after like I picked up my bike and because I was in pain, right? So I'm not like about to like cycle off. Mm. So I was kind of like sitting down, just cursing under my breath because I was actually like in pain. Some old lady came up to me and she was like, "Are you all right, darling?". <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay as I'm visibly just, like, cursing. i have just, like, actually, like, the worst words known to man.
1: What time of day was it? Like? This
0: was just before 5 p.m.
1: Oh, so it was busy and people just didn't come over?
0: They just, no, they were just staring at me. And I'm like, well, Aww. that's cool, I guess. Mm. But, yeah. Well, so... I, I
1: would have come over.
0: Oh, thank you, Lena.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: I feel like Calista would have just left me there, just she would have laughed she would just point at me and go ha look at that loser Calista, look at Danielle it
1: and Liz look at it look at it and gone lol
0: look ha um, sucks to be you just learn to cycle better next time no yeah that was um so yeah I might just go to a doctor's later because my hip still kind of hurts It mm. kind of really hurts so mm. yeah mum and dad don't worry my parents listen to this show <laughs> they're famous listeners and I'll say something on air and then like my phone just start blowing up on air <laughs> like what are you doing right now like What are you saying? But yeah, that is my start of uh, the week. How about you guys? How's your week been?
2: I mean, we went to Edinburgh the day before yesterday, which was pretty fun. Mm. Um, It was surprisingly successful considering we went in a pretty big group. Um, We all kind of split off and did our own things. There were like 12 of us, weren't there? Yeah, and the way that we um, made sure not to lose anyone (laughs) was we went straight up primary school and we Mm -hmm. all chose numbers. And then throughout the day we would be like... one
1: two and then yeah everyone just kind of on until 12 how
0: many of you were there
1: 11 or 12 depending on oh
0: okay no that's a fair point actually that's a very i was gonna say like if there was like three of you i'm like how how do you lose each other so easily but then 12 of you i get that Mm -hmm. didn't you you told me you went to some where did you go you said you went to an escape room and then to an art gallery
2: um, yeah, so some of us went to a Sherlock Holmes-themed escape room. Uh, neither Carolina or I did, but six of our other friends um, went to that. And it was inspired because last year we went to a Harry Potter-themed one, except it wasn't called Harry Potter because of trademarking
1: reasons. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> but it was like, you know, there are four, what is it, like, groups. There's a the blue one, the red one, the yellow one, the green one, and then they will have the, like, animals. It was basically the Hogwarts houses, but, like, without calling them their names. And it was just, yeah.
2: And I remember, like, right before we were um, escaping, it was, like, the final door. (laughs) Um, It was either Danielle or Natasha. Not to bully you, Danielle.
1: (laughs) Um, Not always to bully Danielle. We
0: second this. We we, we strongly advise. And second, we don't agree with bullying. We just agree with the bullying of Danielle. Is this just in retaliation for me getting constantly bullied and having to spend (laughs) six hours at work with her yesterday? Yes. But carry on. Um,
2: Like, there's this wand that you had to kind of swish in the motion of a pattern that was on the wall and I guess it had magnets or whatnot mm. within it but like for the first few times we tried, um, whoever was holding the wand, hold it. Or they held it upside down.
1: It was Danielle, I think.
2: They held it by like the... She's taking part. so
0: many shots today, <laughs> my god. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but anyways, we managed to escape in the end and it was really cute and fun.
0: That's good. Did you go to the graveyard as well, Lena?
1: Um, this year or last year?
0: this year
1: we went to a graveyard after you left <laughs> okay after i left they went to a graveyard um i did not go but i did go to a graveyard last year
0: is that like the one where like Tom jk rolling got mm. the
2: yeah so basically there was this tour in the graveyard that we were following around because we were like oh gosh they probably know like what they're mm. looking for um i mean not to mention the fact that it's kind of messed up to have a tour in the graveyard yeah um but anyways, we saw the names of Tom Riddle and also um, McGonagall, which was pretty cool.
0: No, because you, you told me yesterday, I, I, like, I was texting Callista about stuff for the show, and our day was, and she's like, yeah, we, we chilled in the graveyard. <laughs> I'm like, that is, like thats i do not know whether I'm terrified right now or if I should be concerned. And then Danielle goes, no, they're in Edinburgh. Like, this is the Tom Riddle one. like, oh, <laughs> oh, now it makes sense. Because I was just like, am I going to have, like, some crazy person come on my show and just be like, yeah, I love to chill in graveyards, to dude. To
1: they, not, I don't chill in graveyards, but they are quite interesting places.
0: Have you been to the one in the cathedral here? Yes. Literally every gravestone is just sliced in half. Mm. Just, not, like, every one of them is just sliced in half. And it's like one from, like, 1940, and that's sliced in half. Mm. So I don't know if someone's going around slicing around these gravestones, or if there's some ghosts, the cathedral ghost, or... A seagull. That's my other Mm. opinion. Anyway, um, that sounds really fun, actually. I'm going to Edinburgh probably Sunday again with She Who Shall Not Be Named, uh, Danielle. Um, (laughs) Ew. Yeah, I know. We're having a a girl strip together. (laughs) But yeah, also, I went with you guys to the Blind Murph sketch comedy show. Yes. How'd you find it?
2: It was so good. Um, it reminded me a lot of Saturday Night Live because it was mm. basically just sketch after sketch, mm. and they seemed like so well prepared. Um, the ones that I liked the most were like the "Is it Cake?" one. Yes,
0: that was very good. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then also like the gaslighting. Yeah, the gaslighting one.
0: one. What was the gaslighting one again?
1: Um, the one where this guy shows up, and then these everyone else is pretending or like insisting like, "Oh, you're whatever the name is," and this guy's like, "That's not me." And then they show pictures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. No, the is it the is it cake one, for those of you who didn't go, it was the idea of just like a game show and they had three humans and one piece of cake and the contestant had a knife and they had to guess which one was made out of cake. And the joke was that they killed off all the humans, but not the cake. And it was very funny. Mm-hmm. It was very, very funny.
1: It was very well written. It was. I think the problem with sketches is a lot of the time, like, you say them and then they're just not funny when you oh, say yeah, out no, loud. Yeah, yeah. And it's like,
0: oh. Yeah, no, they stab three people and then stab the cake. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, cool. That's funny. Yeah, sure. But, like, you're there and it's actually really funny. Lena, I've heard, um, we're going to get into the news section. But, you know, I like to take the first part of the show to get, you know, people get to get, get to know the guests a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They get to the uh, Yeah. Get to build a rapport.
2: I don't know. Do you want to get to know
1: Carolina? Uh, D- no. <laughs>
0: As we cut Callista's mic now, okay. <laughs> so you do theatre. I do. You're involved in theatre. I am. Tell us more about that. Um
1: um mm, what about it specifically? Like specifically in St Andrews, the theatre scene?
0: I'd say your your beginnings in theatre, and then moving uh, on to St. Andrews.
1: My beginnings in theatre. Um, um, no, it was literally when I was, like... I mean, I've always enjoyed acting, but then I never really did it. And then when I was, like, 13, I was going to audition for the lower school play but then my friends went without me and then I just had a bit of a sulk which was fair enough because they didn't know I wanted to audition so that was actually completely on me then when I was 14 I auditioned for a play and got in and I was like what and then I did the same thing the next year I was in Alice in Wonderland I was the caterpillar
0: oh um, i played the Manhattan so Oh. yeah
1: in Alice in Wonderland
0: in a hybrid called Dorothy in Wonderland which is <gasps> uh, which is Alice in Wonderland and uh, Wizard of Oz
1: that actually sounds really good though it was very fun maybe I'll propose it as a play for next year
0: it's a good I mean I was I was 13 but it's a good one yeah
1: But yeah um and did some other plays then did I, then I did two musicals and they were they were great fun Then I came to Andrews and kind of got more into the production side of things as well So like this year I co-produced Amadeus which is a play about Mozart and then also performed in a student written play So they were oh and I also was on production for and then there were none by Agatha Christie. So um, they've been fun.
0: Are you part of the troupe or are you just or like a specific troupe or are you just auditioning for all these different shows? So
1: um, the Theatre Society is called Mermaids and the way it works is you basically like everything is kind of run by Mermaids so all the shows in St Andrews are under the jurisdiction of Mermaids but then like you do have other shows so for example there's Gilbert and Sullivan and Gilbert and Sullivan Society does Gilbert and Sullivan shows. Then Must, which is musical theatre society, does musical theatre, and then Mermaids does like plays and
0: stuff. Cool.
1: That's how it works. Kind of fun. Do
0: you have anything planned? Like, are you going to the Fringe at all? Because I know GNS, and Sullivan, are doing stuff at the Fringe.
1: Yeah. So some of the um, there are some Mermaid shows going to the Fringe. I did not. I kind of regret not. uh, Oh well, it's whatever. I've got other things to do with my summer next year. I might kind of get more involved with Fringe, but then yeah. Hopefully we'll get involved with some stuff next year. I really wanted to propose Mamma Mia to do as a musical. Oh. But I don't think the rights are available in the UK.
0: Oh, that sucks. I mean, how much how like how many of the rights do you have access to? Cuz we had access to nothing when I was at school. Like it have to be something that came out like 3 centuries ago.
1: So it's part of what you do in your play proposal, so you find out how much the rights would be and then you have to put it like the proposal process is like a really detailed sheet you have to put down like what you'd use the budget for, everything you can like imagine yourself buying and so as part of that you put down the rights and how much they would be and then the committee takes that into consideration when choosing whether or not to pass your show
0: is a more modern show more expensive than like let's say um an older show or is it mostly based on like popularity so like if you let's say okay hamilton you want to do hamilton would be like would that be like considered expensive?
1: Um, it would be. I actually also don't think the rights are out. Um, so a lot right, okay. a lot of the more modern stuff won't have the rights out. So Hamilton, I don't think... It's definitely not in the UK anyway. We don't have the rights. Dear Evan Hansen, don't have the rights. Um,
0: what about Lion King? I mean, that's like older. Uh,
1: Lion King, the rights do exist. I'm not sure if they exist for... you. Maybe... There are definitely productions that have been done of The Lion King. I'm just not sure about country because they're different in different countries. Like Mamma Mia is, for example, the rights are available in the US but not the UK. Fair enough. So,
0: kind of sad. Have you acted as Orcalista?
2: Um, have I?
1: I acted
2: in like our Christmas play. Um, like Nativity, was- or yeah.
0: <laughs> and was she was baby Jesus.
2: <laughs> Obviously. No, um, I played Mary, but, like, I did nothing besides stand there with a blue dress. How old were you? Um, I think, like, seven. Aww.
0: That's Oscar-worthy right there. Yeah. That's that's Mm. (laughs) Oscar-worthy.
2: The funny thing is that um, there was two, I guess, like, main elementary classes, like, for our age group. They were split up within our school. And the same year, my sister, like, also played Mary (laughs) for their nativity. (laughs) Um, So, yeah how did they pick i don't know they were (laughs) just like
0: is your sister older than you or is it like
2: yeah she's older than me so
0: wait so she did she did she played mary the same year as you or did the year so
2: our school was kind of uh i don't know atypical in the sense that they combined three grades into each class oh
0: okay yeah
2: um so it was like first grade through third grade if that makes sense so i was in first grade and she was in third grade and then we both ended up standing there fair enough that's
0: different. cool that's cool i've never heard of a system like that that's actually really cool well we'll take our first song break uh we've gone to know our guests um when we come back we'll do a little bit of like a new segment i'll go for like different uh new stories because you've not done that in a while we've not actually gone through different new stories but yeah i've got some i've got like one kind of sad and serious one but then i've got two actually insane ones like this is, like, current... Okay, like, one of them is, like, actually current affairs. Two of them are technically current affairs. But, like, they're actually just batshit... Bat, I, can, I can swear on this, batshit insane. So, like, it's... it's You'll hear them and you'll go, What? Out loud. And then after that, we'll have another song break. And we'll talk about the politics of Thomas the Tank Engine. Apparently, I've got to remind you to talk about Henry VIII...
1: Don't worry about Henry VIII. we
0: okay. We're not going Thomas to Thomas the about Tank Henry VIII.
1: more interesting.
0: <laughs> and another thing, which I don't remember, but we'll act as though it's a big surprise. <laughs> but I'll look for it. So, canesta Yes. Into Yesterday by Sugar Ray from the movie Surfs Up.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Why specifically did you pick that?
2: Um. Actually, the other day in Edinburgh, when we were um, sitting in a cafe, at the beginning of the day, the song came on, and it reminded me of the film, and it's so adorable. There's like
0: it's an awesome movie. You've seen it. I ha- I saw it... When did it come out? It was a while back. I know, like, one of the penguins is, like, this, like, kind of, like... It's like a surf... Well, I guess surfs up. But I know, like, one of them's like, I guess the surfer guy of the penguins. He's got, like, blondish hair. <laughs> I remembered that. But I always get, get it confused with Happy Feet. I don't know why. I guess it's, like, the two penguin, The two rival penguin movies. Mm-hmm. Could you... Could you realize, like, in the span of, like, a couple years, they made two animated penguin movies? Like, how did you come up with that? You, how are you, like, in a production room, like, we need two different rival penguin movies mm-hmm. for our production company?
2: I mean, there's also the film Madagascar,
1: which has penguin penguins.
0: Oh, that's true as well. My God. like,
1: Doesn't Wallace and Gromit have an evil penguin? Does it? I think so. <laughs> I think it's a rabbit. No, no, it's no. It's an no, evil no, rabbit. No, I swear there's an evil penguin. Wait. <laughs> no, no, because Wallace and Gromit proper gave me nightmares.
0: Right. Well, well, we'll go to the first song break, and when we come back, you will find out. <laughs> Does Boss and Gromit have an evil penguin? We'll be right back. This is Into Yesterday by Sugar Ray. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Welcome back. That was the song break, which no one which no one at home will know had an issue. To them, it's like we had a song break and nothing nothing happened. Because nothing did happen. We didn't have any issue, did we? No. During the song break. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So we're back. Uh, wow. Well, did you guys enjoy that song break?
2: Oh, my gosh. It was the best. That
0: is actually, I mean, to be fair, I was listening to Int yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> and I did think it was a very good song. So, yeah. Hopefully, um, the, hope, we'll, we'll, we'll test it the next song break or pause to see if it's 30 seconds long or 3 minutes long. But, yeah, we'll figure it out. So, welcome to the new segment of the show. Um, sorry for throwing you guys in there. First off, we're going to have actually, you know, not actually, we're, we won't go depressing news stories straight away. We're not going to go depressing news stories straight away. But it's a bit current of Farazi. Uh, it's a COVID news, but, you know, because I don't want to get fully depressed straight away, we'll have this little fun news. North Korea has announced its first death from COVID-19. I know. May 2022, and North Korea has announced its first death.
1: Any further contacts?
0: Yes. Um North Korea has confirmed its first death from COVID nineteen, with state media adding that tens of thousands more experiencing fever symptoms. Six people died after suffering a fever, with one testing pos- positive for Omicron. They only confirmed last Thursday that it was their first ever cases of COVID. They have not had COVID at all this entire time. That probably means probably mean, English. That probably means they're not vaccinated, right? Yes. And, I mean, have you had COVID? Yes, I have. Have you had COVID? No, not yet. Lucky. I somehow, well, yeah, I had COVID about two months ago. And mm-hmm. I thought I was safe. And I was like, you're never going to get mm-hmm. it. Because I've been so safe and so protected.
1: Fun fact, I tested positive on Lunar New Year. So we all had Lunar New Year dinner planned. And I was really, really excited. I had loads of food to cook. Um, like, loads of people going to come around. I woke up and just kind of knew I had COVID. Like, I I, well, I mean, I couldn't really sleep that whole night. I didn't have any symptoms, but that whole night I was just there, like, ah, uh, do I go to class tomorrow because I just feel like I've got COVID. I'll do a test, and then I did a test. I'd been testing every day, like, kind of two times a day for, like, a while. But for some reason I was just like, no, this is when I have COVID. And I tested the next morning and tested positive. And then I texted our group chat to be like, oh, huh, tested positive. But I sent it as a meme because I didn't want to... I don't know. I <laughs> don't want to be depressing. But you just
0: like a picture, just like a little peace sign. It's like, test positive. No,
1: it was like, it was a fortune cookie. Because it was Lunar New Year, it was a fortune cookie. And it was like, something about this year will be positive. Or oh, no, oh, no. Oh, it was like a fortune cookie saying positive, like a good face, and then a COVID test positive. I don't know. It was, I thought it was really funny. And then I got left on red because everyone thought I was joking.
0: And then were you just like, nah, guys, I actually have COVID.
1: Yeah, it took like an hour. For anyone to be like, I mean, Callista's still there, going, "Oh no, haha." Hope you're joking. Anyway, so what time should we come round later? And I'm like, not. Callista's
0: covering her face right now, like hiding in shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sorry, Carolina. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Okay. I was. Just I don't really think she blind. is. She's really not. I don't think she is. She's
0: not. I don't think she is.
1: But it's funny because then my mum texted me as I said si- before. I texted our group chat. I was sitting on my bed, um, in my towel, like, mm, I should probably get changed. But also, it's not like I'm going out anywhere. Yeah. And then my mom texted me saying, Happy Lunar New Year, Carolina. Wishing you the best, like, of health and prosperity. And I'm just there, like,
0: oh. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, when I had it, mm. I, I, I've had all these tests and, like, times I'll be, I've been, like, really sick and stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm coughing. This must be it. And I just won't have it. Mm. And when I had it, I just felt really tired. I went to watch the first F1 race of the season. So it's, like, March. And I'm just, like, I'm there and I'm feeling so tired. But it's not, I hadn't worked the night before. I was just feeling really tired. And I was talking to my friend Rob, and I said, look, I, I, I don't know, like, like it must be because I haven't had coffee today. You know, I'm kind of a bit of a caffeine addict. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it must be it, That must be it. Then I had coffee after the race, and I thought, huh, I still feel really tired. I then went to the library, and I'm like, wow, I still feel really tired. I get back, and I think, what if I just take a COVID test? It can't be. You know, I'm just feeling tired. It was. Yeah.
1: Did you give COVID to your co-workers?
0: No, I don't think so. I think I got it from Judo. I think someone ah. didn't test. They shall not be named, mm-hmm. because I also don't know their name. But, yeah, so that kind of helps everything. But, yeah, I think I got it from Judo, or someone from Judo said they didn't think it was from Judo? So it was either from St. Patrick's Day at work, or it was from Judo. Mm. But I'm surprised I haven't gotten it, like, like earlier.
2: Right. It seems like a matter of time, to be honest. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, 6.01, fun um yeah that's that's a a, a pit mm-hmm. that has that that floor having cleaned that floor mm. uh that's covid 23 on it has like old all <laughs> old the variants all the variants
1: speaking of cleaning floors that reminds me um the girls bathrooms who cleans the floors in the bathrooms the janzers oh, okay i was just wondering <laughs> any follow-up any, fo-
0: any, any follow-up as to
1: just a lot of the time they're very sticky And I don't know if it's the same in the guys' bathrooms.
0: The guys' bathroom is always disgusting. There is no nice guys' bathroom. There is no... You could be, like, have the cleanest group of guys, like, in the world. There will never be a nice guys' bathroom. You know, like they all look they all like sure someone might make it like smell better or something that doesn't matter every guy's bathroom is disgusting mm. there is no it's like every guy's changing room is just like like you want to get in and get out as quickly as possible for like different reasons when you're in middle school it's because someone's gonna hit you with a towel <laughs> when you're a grown adult because like some just some weirdo just like sitting there and just saying just not getting changed and you're like what the hell are you doing and you're just like okay i'm gonna get out of this as quickly as possible like i feel like well obviously like i obviously like we do like different toilet checks at work i obviously don't do girls bathroom right, right? Ob- obviously mm-hmm. but the number of times where it's like toilet check and i'm just like wow i really wish i was checked like like i in the non-creepy way obviously like i was i'd be like this i know the guy's bathroom which is gonna be disgusting mm-hmm. i know it's gonna be crowded just a bunch of dudes just, like talking in there but like some guy would just be, like, maybe passed out, and you're just, like, waddling through. I'm like, why well, it must be so much nicer to have, like... To probably, like, have like, I just imagine it being clean on the other side.
1: Yeah, to be fair, the girls' bathroom isn't usually too bad. Like, even during a night out, it's, it's fine.
0: It's yeah. just quite
2: crowded, I think. Like, everyone's yeah. taking mirror selfies,
1: Aww. including us. See, at least I, that's I've cute. I've never taken a mirror... Actually, that's a lie. I've taken... I wasn't the one taking it. I have been in one mirror selfie in that bathroom, but I wish I'd been in more because it's a really sexy mirror.
0: Yeah, in the back home, Mm -hmm. so like in in, in the Islamic world, if you want to go pray, so in malls, they'll have the bathrooms and they'll have the prayer room right next to it. And before you go pray, when you're Muslim, you need to wash yourself. It's called ablution, right? Uh, A lot of the time, the ablution room is tiny, so it's just full. So people would just go into the bathroom to do it. And you will just like go like to a stall and you'll just see a shoe mark on the toilet because someone just used that to like clean themselves. And I'm just there like why why then like i'll go to the sink and just someone's like giving themselves a deep clean and i'm just like why just, just just cue just cue the ablution room is not that long it's not that bad but yeah i'm just like standing there just like angry and like what's wrong you seem angry i'm like this is cool we're good <laughs> yeah that was yeah i didn't expect bathroom talk today okay. thanks lena
1: <laughs> you're welcome thanks
0: lena potty talk from a 20 year old woman <laughs> thank you lena
1: <laughs> you're so welcome
0: Okay, depressing news of the day. Who's ready for this? Sorry, I need I need to bring depressing news in. Um, as a future journalist, uh, one thing that scares well me uh, as me as a future journalist, mm-hmm. something that scares my mum is if I ever go into a war zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like trying to convince me not to be a journalist because of that, and I'm like, you realize it's not my plan to get shot. I'm not going there. Being like, this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna get shot at. This is gonna be amazing. Well, this Palestinian journalist um, was killed by um, Israeli forces mm. uh, in Palestine. She's called Shirin Abu Akla. She's Palestinian American. She reported for Al Jazeera. And so there's been a lot of protests happening because she just, uh, yeah. There's, yeah. There's different. It, it's not fully con- confirmed. Like, well, it's confirmed that Israeli forces shot her. And then they first said, oh, guys, it's not us, no way. And then they kind of were like actually it may be us yeah but yeah so there's been like a lot of different protests and it's a bit of um i mean having grown up in the middle east like it's just always like the cycle like it's going to be everyone will like condemn it in the arab world but then i know not many people will talk about it mm-hmm. in the west like it's just this complete cycle are you taking the um arab and israeli conflict class next year
1: um, I've put it down, but I'm not sure if I mean it, it depends. Obviously, what we get allocated.
0: Yeah, I picked my classes yesterday. Oh. I picked my classes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I've picked all my classes, and none of them have picked. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. This is my my my, my <laughs> moment. Everything was a good day yesterday, apart from me smacking the ground. That, but that was like, eh, you know, it's okay. It's not that not brought
1: entertainment to the oh.
0: oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, like I um I I well, I guess and myself, I, I had my 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 moment. But yeah, no, I I got to pick my classes. So yeah, this is something I really want to study. So it's like it's like this big thing for me.
1: Which other modules did you put down as your first?
0: Let's see. My, I'm, I can just hear my parents scream right now, like, no, get back to the news, get back to the news. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. So, um, yeah, so f- the other modules I picked were so Arab-Israeli conflict, foreign policy of modern China, organized crime and corruption, case studies and conflict analysis, Russian politics and foreign policy, and then cyber. And then semester two, a bunch of Middle Eastern ones, and like conflict resolution, mm. some other things. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. By the way, for those listening at home, Lena is the only person I've ever met who is doing exactly the same degree path as I am.
1: Yes. Wait. As in, who's doing?
0: I R Mon History Joint Honors. Unless Kiki's doing?
1: No, no, no. Kiki's doing I R and Econ.
0: Exactly. So, like, you're the only person I've ever met who's Aww. doing the exact same thing as I me. Feel flattered. I know. How's uh sustainable development?
2: It's good. Um, yeah, I'm quite passionate about it, and I tend to make it my personality. (laughs) Um, but at the same time, like, I find at least the sub-honors modules, like, quite, like, I don't want to say easy, because, you know, I don't want to make them harder, and they do go quite into depth in the lectures, but I find that you don't need to watch all of the lectures to be able to succeed at the assessments, um, So when it comes down to it, when I need to prioritize, like, what I'm going to get done in a day, like, I always prioritize IR lectures and then just kind of leave SD ones um, in the background, if that makes sense. Fair enough. Um, But, yeah, it's been good, and I'm going to take it in honors as well.
0: Is it easier than IR modules, or...?
2: Um, I would say yes.
0: Okay. You said that, like, I see the pain in your eyes just, (laughs) like, thinking back to realism, Uh. liberalism. uh, Was it you...? Uh, I, so I had like um, I, I because I met when I meet you Lena like a month and a half ago or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I knew Lena a bit more than Callista. I was like I want to get to know Callista better. So Callista and I met for coffee, and she just stops me and she goes for the show. Are we talking, like, theory or something like mm. that? Like, what do I need to prepare? And I'm like, my God, no. To be my fair, God, that is no. also
1: what I thought, because you were saying that you wanted more politics, more current affairs, and I was just there, like, I don't know if I want to take an overt political stance on on air, but then also theory. Like, And our
0: special guest today, Rick Fawn, everybody, uh, is entering uh, the... Um, <laughs>
1: My favorite.
0: Yes, uh, Lena's favorite uh, mm. professor. Yes. Mm. And that is all I'm going to say before my yes. show gets taken off air. Yes. <laughs> but yes. We um, love him. We love him. We do. We do, we do. really we love him. him yeah. We do really love him. Mm-hmm. As she's mm-hmm. smiling right now. Lena yeah. is smiling I'm really smiling hard She's smiling so right much. Yeah, she's smiling really much. Mm. And she's not being sarcastic no, at all. Not no, at all. not at all. So, what um, sarcasm? So, um, yeah. No, it was mostly just trying to get back into like, the news stories and mm. stuff. And because you guys, you guys know a lot. So um, here's my Debitable. question. Debatable, Yeah, so here's my question, because, um, Calista, I, I've, I've heard you them really well in your classes. Um, in once you have, in ten words or less, how do we solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. No pressure. Um, ten words or less. Yes. Okay. Human rights <laughs> should be a priority she's on six and
0: people's lives are hinging on this seven
2: cease fire yay
0: nine words congrats (laughs) actually it's not a bad idea actually but I think actually that's for ten words or less like most conflict that's actually really good do you think uh, Calista could now save the world and get his world peace with that
1: I already had faith that Callista could save the world. Oh, thank Aww. God. <laughs> I think you could save the world, too. No, you. No, you.
0: <laughs> this is too cute. I'm leaving the room. Get a room, guys. <laughs> right, so that was our little new segment. Oh, sorry, that was our current affairs segment. We're not done with the new segment. We've got one last story. Yes. One last story before we talk about the politics of Thomas' tank mm-hmm. engine. A couple in India have sued their son for not giving them a grandchild.
2: I saw that the other day on BBC.
0: I'm not kidding right now. A couple... They... So... These two... Like, these two parents, Sanjeev and Sadhana, who are 61 and 57, they saved up a bunch of money to get... For their son to get married. So they arranged the marriage. It's not even, like, like he had a girlfriend or anything. They arranged him a marriage. And they're suing him. They're a straight... Like, like, they paid, like, so much for this, like, wedding and stuff. They're suing him. So, um, his parents say they arrange his marriage to his wife. In 2016, in the hope they would have a quote "grandchild to play with during their retirement the parents say they paid for a wedding reception for a five-star hotel, a luxury car worth 80,000 dollars and a honeymoon abroad." quote "My son has been married for six years but they're still not planning a baby," mr. Prasad said quote "At least we, if we have a grandchild to spend time with our pain will become bearable." The couple's lawyer told, the, told this newspaper that the couple had demanded the money because of quote, "Are you ready why they're suing?" Are you ready right now? No, but I don't okay, think you're ready because yeah. of mental cruelty.
1: I wonder how bad their relationship is with each other that they need a grandchild that badly.
0: What lawyer takes this though? What lawyer goes? But- this is an awesome case, guys. This is this is going to be winning. We're going to win this. But
1: the thing is, I know if you're getting paid enough, like, I mean, if they have enough to pay for. A really extravagant wedding like that. I mean, fair enough, I'd take on that case, even if you know you're gonna well, lose Actually,
0: that's very fair. That's cause you're getting paid way. Like, yeah. yeah, he's getting paid either way. Yeah. I mean, look, no disrespect to my parents, but you're I mean, obviously I first like need to like well, is this is arranged I was like, I need to get a girlfriend. Is this is arranged marriage. Like even at that point even at that point my parents are like, Look, you're hopeless, here's an arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like children. I have two nieces. Like like like, <laughs> like you are not getting like 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 these gra- like grandchildren. That's like a long time away, dude. Like like me having kids. Long time away. I'm gonna have a career. I'm gonna try and do everything at once. Kids come later. Like I'll probably be like I don't know, like fucking I don't know. Oh, I just swore. Nice, must censor that. Damn it. Uh, I'll be 45, and maybe I'll have a kid.
1: See, my issue is I get really bad baby fever. Like I see babies, and I'm like oh <laughs> babies, and then I'm like oh hang on, I am 20.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. I, were we talking about this? I was saying that, like, babies are okay because they're, like, little pets. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fun. Um. In, not in that well, in the sense that, like, like like you look at a baby and I'm just like, as an uncle, I looked at my nieces and I was like, that's hilarious. Like, they're rolling over. That's um, really funny.
1: I looked at my nieces and went, you're adorable. I love you very no, much. No, they're
0: very adorable. But I'm just like, look, like like, the baby age is, like, you know, like, infant. They're out here rolling around. Like, they're crawling around. It's funny. Okay? Well, I find it funny. Okay. Toddler, it gets annoying. The child phase... No. The ch- come on, when you start talking... When he's, are you telling me it's like they're six years old, you're like, yeah, this my, is awesome?
1: My niece and nephew are six right now. And then th- another one's four, and then another one's one. Then another one's like a baby. <laughs> they're still cute. How Ooh,
0: many... Wait, are you an aunt of how many?
1: Um, Give me a sec. Six. No, yeah, Six.
0: I have, that's, more, I have two. Are these, like, half-siblings, or are these...
1: Technically, first? they're cousins, but, like, they call me aunt.
0: Okay, yeah, fair that. enough. Yeah, no, no, no fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I mean, okay, my eldest niece is about to turn 13. She's entering the good phase. Mm. Look, I'm saying I can, I can, like, talk to her now, <laughs> and I'll be, like, sick, Paw Patrol, dude. That's awesome. Whereas my youngest niece is five.
1: But they're so cute when they're five.
0: They're also really annoying.
1: Yeah, but they're so cute.
0: Well, we reached an impasse here, Callista. You got to tie break this. You got to tie break <laughs> this. Are the kids annoying or are they?
2: Depends on the child in question.
0: Depends on the child. You know what? Fair.
1: Diplomatic.
0: Diplomatic. <laughs> Conflict resolution. <laughs> Using her theories to break the tie, whether kids are annoying or not.
2: But I also see your point somewhat about dogs, <laughs> because. Basically, our neighbours, they have the cutest dog. His name is Luke. Luke. He's a German short-haired pointer, and now I'm starting to miss him. But basically, my sister and I spend more time playing with him than our neighbours do, and they just like feed him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, if I know people with kids, for like even academic kids, I'm going to be an academic aunt, hey, then... Hey. <laughs> what was that, currently?
1: Nothing, continue.
2: Then you don't have the responsibility, but then you get to be like, I don't know they see you in a positive light because you're always just playing with them or giving them gifts or whatnot and you don't actually have to be like, hey, go to sleep.
0: Exactly. See, that's the thing. We're talking about, like, are you an academic aunt for her for her family?
2: I'm going to be, yeah.
0: Yeah, see, I'm going to be an academic uncle and we were talking about this, how like, it's, it's like you do, you have the sort of responsibility of the academic kids without having to plan anything. <laughs> it's the perfect job. It's the perfect job. Just saying. Well, we're going to try a song. We're going to try and play The Lakes by Taylor Swift. If that doesn't work, we'll be right back to talk. We have more time to talk about the politics of Thomas Tank Engine. So we either have 14 minutes left or 10 minutes left, depending on if this song works. We'll find out. So why did you pick The Lakes by Taylor Swift?
1: Um, it's a very good song. Um, I have been re-listening to Taylor Swift because I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift and then I stopped during exams because I just wasn't really listening to music and I've been rediscovering... Taylor Swift, and I was on the bus to Edinburgh, and there's just something very main character about having your earphones in and listening to The Lakes by Taylor Swift because it's quite a, it's quite a pretentious song, but it's also quite deep and meaningful.
0: We had a Swifty um, night at work yesterday. <coughs> yeah, yeah, we just really like bouncing Swifty. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. It was awesome. Wish yeah.
1: I'd been working.
0: Yeah, well, you wouldn't have been joining us because we were on the gate, so... Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry sorry same but well, to be fair I did come into the bar and I started flipping bottles <laughs> with bar staff so yeah I, we also had 11 people in last night so mm. yeah right well this is The legs by Taylor Swift Siri in either like 4 minutes or 30 seconds <laughs> we'll find out and we're back that was an actual song break so my apologies to Calista. Uh you should definitely do, listen to Into Yesterday from the Surf's Up movie it's a great song um I mean, I can't play the, sh- the songs on the Spotify anyway, but for those of you who missed it on there, pause pause it, pause it, pause it. I know you don't like to hear me speak. Pause it. And go on Spotify, Into Yesterday by Sugar Ray, and listen to it. Okay? Deal? There we go. So, it's 51 past. You have seven minutes to talk about Thomas Tank Engine politics. Lovely. Starting now.
1: Okay. So, um... Oh oh dear, just kind of starting on the spot. So there is... Obviously, Thomas the Tank Engine has been going on for a long time. I'm sure yes. a lot of people know it. If you don't know Thomas the Tank Engine... I'm a
0: huge fan. Like, I was as a kid, I was obsessed with <laughs> it, so carry on. So I'm Does judging you right now. Does not surprise
1: me. Um, yeah, so the TV show about the blue train um, kids' show is great. So I was Googling the history of it yesterday. So admittedly, this is all very new knowledge I've acquired. So if I say anything incorrect, I'm sorry. Um, I am planning on watching the whole of Thomas the Tank Engine, which I did some calculations, should take me about 80 hours. Um, I'm going to do that over summer (laughs) because I want to write an essay about it, um, about the politics of Thomas the Tank Engine because... um, So before it was just kind of like about a train and his friends, I was reading about how they're trying to make it more diverse and basically adding trains of different nationalities. And I went, okay, that's interesting um apparently they're also making like an edu- well, it's now like an educational program so they're trying to teach about diversity which yeah so i googled the trains and i was expecting the designs of the trains to be a lot worse but actually the designs of the trains weren't that racist like i was expecting for example like there's a chinese train like for example really like slanted eyes chinese trains are actually fine um or like the African train I was like, oh what are they gonna do? But no, it was it was all fine. Then I went and looked at videos because I was interested and I kind of just wished I never had because um I just thought it was really interesting. So for example, Yong Bao, who is a Chinese train, um just kind of googled and the accent The the accent. I strongly advise you to go Google it. Go watch some videos. There's um, a Chinese train, an Indian train, an African train, um, an Italian train. And the accents are weird in that they're not... They're people doing accents, but not consistently. And it comes across as quite racist. And I was thinking there's not really been a lot of... I had not even realised that was a thing. Um... And it got me thinking about how most of the backlash around the new Thomas the Tank Engine has been about the fact that they changed the theme song rather than...
0: They changed the theme song?
1: They did change the theme song. That's actually how I started Googling this, because they changed the theme song. It's awful. It's really bad.
0: I, I, I'm I shocked. Yeah. I'm I'm numb.
1: It's so bad. I. The new theme song is...
0: Uh, bleh, bleh, it's horrible. Calista, do you do therapy sessions? Because I think I need those right now. <laughs> after sure. what I just heard, thank Plug you. Look you in after this. Thank time. you.
1: No, it's so bad. And just, um, just thinking about the politics of, um, I guess, of representation in the media. Th- that's what I was thinking of. Because that's fair. because okay. it's a uh, children's media is a way of kind of propagating. I mean, it's, it's a way of teaching. That's, like, literally what Thomas is trying to do. It's trying to teach kids about something. But then I don't know to what extent it's positive. Um, yeah. And I don't know to what extent it's backfiring in its intentions.
0: Um, I mean, I'm not the type of guy to be, like, you know, like, keep politics out of my my cartoons. Stuff, and I don't really care. So
1: here's my thing. But, like... Did it need to be the trains? The trains don't have, like...
0: I, I, I never... I I never thought, you know, like, okay, you think like Noddy, right? Do you watch Noddy as a kid? I loved Noddy. Okay, right. Like, Noddy is obviously, like, white, okay? Like, he's like a white boy, okay? Not that you think about it when you watch it, but you're like, but the trains, I never looked at Thomas and thought, yes, this is a white man.
1: No, yeah, you don't, because they are literal. Like, it it does make more sense. So, for example, there's, I know that there's an Indian train conductor, um, and that feels more reasonable to me. Because okay. Yeah. Like, it's like the, the fat controller was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she is a human. Yes. But the trains, I'm just like, what are you? And it also kind of feels. Oh, and the other thing I actually about the politics of Thomas the Tank Engine is, be- is it's become so capitalist, which it's always been capitalist to an extent. But then when you're watching it and every episode, all the trains says emphasis on how happy they are to be useful, and like how work is there. Like. Yeah. I don't know. And then at the end of. All of these new episodes, I've—I promise I've not just binge-watched them. <laughs> but Thomas, It's <Are> sure? <laughs> like
0: pain watching. She's like a masochist. Mm. She's like trying to give herself pain. Just...
1: God. But Thomas, um, at the end, is like, and this is this is what we've learned. And then there's always stuff about like hard working and stuff, and it's just I, but as in physical labor, not yeah. as in yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it just feels really.
0: We I love to work.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, okay, cool.
0: That is, wow. I didn't because I knew like I remember a few years ago they um they changed the um what was it like the an animation style? It's like Bob the Builder has a new animation mm-hmm. style. And it's bad. It's 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 mm-hmm. bad. I remember my, one of my nieces was watching it, and I went, this is no, this is not cool. Mm. This is, I turned to my sister, and I went, this is no. Yeah.
1: It's like Angelina Ballerina, completely changed style.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: You don't know what Angelina Ballerina is? I don't know
0: Angelina ba- I grew up on French cartoons, so.
1: But you don't know Angelina ba- Do you know Angelina Ballerina yeah. It's about a mouse who does ballet.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. I just haven't, yeah. like, watched okay. it. Okay, fair enough. Fairs.
1: Is she seriously a mouse? I didn't remember that. What did you think she was?
2: I mean, I've read the books, and it was... Yeah, she's a mouse.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have so much judgment for both of you right now.
0: Well, speaking of judgment, there is apparently Lena needs to be called out. Yes. And I know it's not 58, but person who used to call in, you may call in. For the first time ever on the dispatch, we're having call-ins. Nathan, (laughs) if you're... Oh, here we go. Uh, Before I answer, Nathan, if you're listening and you're angry that you have not done your call-ins... You are not trusted. All the Omani boys, you are not trusted. <laughs> A Call again, person that just called in. You can call in again. Go ahead. <laughs> all the Omani boys, you're not trusted. None of you will ever call into this show. You'd have to break into the studio. <laughs> like all my friends from Oman, never getting trusted. Never, ever. Like you text me, I was like, "What
1: do you think they'd do?"
0: Oh, I, they, they just, they just air, air all our like dirty laundry like straight away. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, just saying you know, you're live on air on St. Andrew's Radio, on Dispatch. Adam. Yeah. Hi. What's um, your name? Oh, we, well,
2: my name is Hitanshi.
0: Hello, Hitanshi.
2: Hi. Um, we're just we're, we're calling in to fact check Lena because she's she claims she's never um, taken a mirror selfie. Okay. At the union. And if you go on to her Instagram, I, that is, <laughs> I think, like her last post or something that is a mirror selfie at the union.
1: Okay, so my justification is I did actually say I've taken one mirror selfie at the union. It was actually a different one I was talking about. I forgot I took that one.
0: So you've taken but more than one? I've Do
1: taken you- two, but in my defense, I was not completely sober when taking that photo. The mirror selfie, that's on my Instagram, and I'm not entirely sure I remember taking it is my defense. But you posted it. Can you hear I what,
0: what, post- can you hear what Lena just said?
2: No, I can't hear
0: it. Sorry. Okay, so Lena just said that she... Um, she can't remember, like she said, she, she said she'd taken one before, but that she wasn't fully sober, so she doesn't fully that's remember having taken that one. <laughs> that's what they all say, that's what they all say, I know. So, this is the first ever time my guests have been fact-checked live on air, um, <laughs> so I'm going to say this right now. Um, thank you for making sure the journalism stays a, you know, a, 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 a good art. You know, where we have facts facts and not fiction.
1: I'm also I flashy. will
0: reconsider oh I'll reconsider which guests I have on air next time. <laughs> I wanna say I'm gonna say a big thank you to Callista for being honourable, truthful with everything she said on air. Whereas Lena how dare you call on my show and spread misinformation like that.
1: I have also brought you news about Thomas the Tank Engine though.
0: You have brought me news about Thomas the Tank Engine. I will let Mr. Fall know what you have done well Hitachi thank you very much for this we really appreciate it Uh, yeah this was the first ever call on on this show thank you you. have a good day bye bye disgraceful absolutely
1: I am flattered though that I said that and someone knew my Instagram well enough to be like hang on a sec
0: that's that's a little stalky though
1: yeah especially it's the last slide on one of my Instagram reels slide 8 of 8
0: fair enough well it is 12 o'clock uh lucky no one's coming for their next show, but we should sign off guys thank you very much for coming on Lena thank you very much for coming on
1: thank you uh
0: as much as you <laughs> were spreading fake and misinformation about we're trying to keep
1: people on their toes thank you very
0: much for yeah thanks thank you guys for like um yeah we had a bit more news segment today, but yeah, um thank you for allowing me to vent about crashing my bike. thank you for the Thomas tank engine news and you know.
2: Yeah, go to the hospital after this.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think literally my my hip is hurting right now, and I'm just like gonna be. I, I think I'm like got like. I was worried today because I was limping yesterday, but just feel like putting my foot down and like it would just hurt. But now like, my leg just feels shorter. I don't know why. Like I was walking, I was like, why, why, why am I? Because yesterday I could just walk properly, but just like I'd be in huge pain. But I'd be walking properly if I just ignored the pain. But. I was trying to walk properly today I was like thinking about how to walk properly And it wouldn't let me I'll show you outside, like, it just looks wrong mm-hmm. So yeah, can't wait to get hip surgery And all that Well, thank you very much for coming on guys uh, Is there anything you want to plug or anything? Or
2: um, If you want to take it to the next level Keep it real
0: That's uh, okay. the soundest advice I've ever heard in my life Thank you And any mermaid shows coming up?
1: Um, not yet, but maybe next term I will be plugging some stuff. I actually don't have anything to plug right now. Oh.
0: That's fair. Well, you're always welcome back on the show. Really? Thank you very much for coming on. Aww. Yes. Um. Well, <laughs> misinformation. Mm. You're always. say you're always welcome back <laughs> oh, on the show. So much. We'll have to think about you coming okay. back next time.
1: Okay. Yeah, a few months.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, as we leave, hopefully this outro song will play. This is "Go Crazy" by Leslie Odom Jr., who played Aaron Burr. Yeah sir that depends Uh, yeah thank you I was my old Hamilton joke and I'm sad you didn't laugh at it so (laughs) you can follow uh, (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) thank you Calessa you can follow Started Dispatch on Instagram or TomH.Wilson if you want to see my pretty face Uh, you can always listen to the shows I'll have them uploaded later a good thing is today I won't have to censor much compared to last time when I had to censor something that I said which I should never have said Uh, And I got a phone call from my dad, and that didn't go well. Uh, But yeah, so that will take me less time. Thank you very much. This was Star of the Dispatch. See you next week, Friday, with another special guest. This is Go Crazy by Leslie Odom Jr. Bye-bye.